English and Spanish, but it wasn't much of one because as soon as I sat down beside him, my boldness evaporated and my knees started to shake from nervousness. I was worried that somebody would see me talking to a Mexican boy and tell my father. Jorge told me he was in town buying something, I can't remember what, for his mother who lived in Chihuahua City. He told me that he had a job delivering cars over the U.S. border from Juarez to El Paso and that he got paid 40 American dollars a car, and he didn't ask questions. Questions about what? I asked him. Anything? He said. But about what? I said. About what's in the cars, or who's paying me, or when, or just anything. I don't ask, he said. He seemed a little nervous, so we both looked around at the people in the stands for a minute without saying much. Some people are staring at us, he said. No, they're not, I said. Well, actually, they are. Look at that guy over there. He was about to lift his arm and point, but I said, no, please don't. He told me he thought it was strange that a Mennonite girl was at a rodeo, and I told him that, yeah, it was. I tried to explain the rules my father had, but that he was out of town and my mother was tired and all that. And then we started talking about mothers and fathers, and eventually he told me this story about his dad. All I really understood was that his father had left his mother when he was a little boy, and that one day his mother had told him he was going to meet him for the first time, and he better look sharp and behave himself. She said she was going to drop him off on this corner by their house, and his dad would be there waiting for him, and then they could have a conversation, maybe get a meal together, and then the dad would drop him back off on that corner when they were done. So Jorge, he was five years old, decided he had better clean up his sneakers, especially if he wanted to look sharp for his dad. He washed them in the bathtub with shampoo, and then he put them in the sun to dry. When it was time to go, his mum dropped him off at the corner and said goodbye and left, and Jorge stood there for a long time waiting. The sky got darker and darker. Finally, it started to rain, and Jorge started to worry. Where was his dad? Some men in cars drove past him, but nobody stopped to pick him up. It started to rain harder. Then Jorge looked down at his shoes and noticed that they were foaming. Bubbles were floating around by his shoes, and he didn't know what was going on. He was too young to understand that he hadn't rinsed his sneakers when he washed them with shampoo, and now the rain was rinsing them for him, and the soap was bubbling out of them and making them foam. Jorge felt like a fool, like a clown. He was mortified. He was just about to take them off and rub them in the dirt on the sidewalk to try to make them stop foaming, when a car pulled up and a man got out and introduced himself to Jorge as his father. He asked Jorge what was going on with his sneakers, and Jorge told him that he didn't know, that they had just strangely started foaming like that, and his father looked at him and told him that shoes didn't normally do that. Jorge had wanted to tell him that he had only been trying to look good and clean for his dad, but he didn't really know how to say that, and so he just started crying out of shame. And then what happened? I asked Jorge. 
My father told me that he loved my shoes that way, that they were great, that he wanted a pair just like them, said Jorge. That made me feel a lot better, and then we went and had some shrimp cocktail. Afterwards, he dropped me back off at the corner, and I never saw him again. Oh, I said, where did he go? I don't know, said Jorge, but I was sure it was because of my stupid shoes that he never came back. I realized that he had lied to me. Obviously, he didn't want a pair of shoes that foamed up. Who would want that? So eventually, I made this decision not to act like an idiot in life. But you weren't trying to be a clown, I said. You just wanted to have clean shoes to meet your dad. Your mom had told you to. I know, he said.